Welcome to the podcast, Pointless Discussions, a weekly improvised comedy podcast where I miss Mark oh so much. I'm your host, Paul Schroyer, and I'm joined here by my good friend and co-host, Mark Reynolds. How's it going, Mark? It's going good. I miss you too, buddy. I feel like we're a million miles away. I know. How are you doing in this quarantine time? I, I haven't seen you in weeks now. I mean, I've been working the whole time and, you know, living the dream uh out there in the danger because apparently i'm essential so what you're saying is you went into the danger zone i was yeah every day right into the danger zone straight into it oh we're also joined here by our producer and engineer josh what's going on josh hey guys what's up all right, that's enough of you, Josh. <laughs> Let's. Uh, we've got a very special guest here. We've been trying to get him on the show for a while now, and and luckily we all got quarantined, so we all have a lot of time now, and we can do it. So welcome once again, friend of the podcast, VA Bennett. What's going on, VA? Hi, good to see you. I mean, see you guys. I don't see. You. Good to hear you guys. I know. <laughs> um. Man, life is crazy. You've been working every day, Mark, for real? Yeah, my schedule hasn't that, really changed. What is it that you do that's so essential? Sell cars. Oh, well, it's essential for money. Have you been I, working um, at all, VA? I haven't worked since the second week of March. Wow. As a bartender, because ladies love those types of people. And, uh, <laughs> I don't see how drinking isn't as essential as they uh, want to make it out to be, but uh, we do have a, a meeting on Wednesday about getting back to work, so I'll probably be dead in like a few weeks. Cool. That's yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> Can't wait. It's been a struggle. <laughs> Indeed it has. Yeah, I've been working every day. I haven't stopped. Just, you see there as my wife, so nothing's really changed at our household. Monday, well, though, uh, at my job, Monday, they're going to make us start wearing masks anytime we leave our office. Yeah. Like sure? mandatory. That's spooky as well. Well, it's Ooh. dumb because this whole time, like, we've been working, what, three and a half weeks without them? And then all of a sudden, hey, you haven't caught <laughs> it yet, but just in case you do, start wearing these masks. And that's funny because it's at the same time when things start opening up again. Right. <laughs> you think it would be safer, but no. I'll tell you what has become essential for me is smoking weed. I think I've become a pothead during this point. It's awesome. <laughs> I think a lot of people have. Hell yeah. I would do this all the fucking time. I'll tell you what, like I <laughs> I miss working, I miss being around people like to an extent. But I uh I kinda have felt I found that I can live this way like quite comfortably, really. And just be like alone. And just because things are open, I don't know if that's really going to push me towards going there when I can just stay at home and eat Cheetos, you know? Right. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, I was an introvert before this shit started, so not much really changed for me. Well, welcome back. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I, just, so I, I, I miss fucking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, that was that was kind of my thing. <laughs> right. back, back when the doors I miss were open. That. I mean, I've been married for several years now, so I definitely miss fucking too. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, last time I was on here, you were talking to me about a, a man of the homosexual variety who was coming on to you. 
You remember that? Oh, dang. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got propositioned for $1,000. Yeah. Uh, outside. Uh, oh, I I can never re- remember the name of that bar. I love that fucking bar, though. It's awesome. <laughs> what is that? Below, below Zero? Below Zero. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I still think you should have did it. No. That's. I'm sorry. I would have. If it's a thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. That's, not, that's not enough. That's a little more than nine hundred dollars. That is yeah. a li- just a little bit more, but no, I didn't take it. I, it needed to be more. It needed to be enough to like pay off my student loan debt, or else. Oh I yeah, that's it. more than a thousand dollars. I'm sure. Oh, that's yeah. like one textbook. Yeah, for sure. It's crazy. What is your bottom dollar for something like that? Me? Yeah. Both of well, you. well, we'll start with Paul. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm pretty cheap, honestly, but like, I think like forty or fifty thousand. I thought you were going to say forty or fifty dollars. No, no. no. <laughs> if well, I wouldn't do it for a thousand. Yeah, I was going to say there's something fucked up with me if I wouldn't do it for a thousand. No, no, no. No, keep your money, judge, sir. You're, you are way too overpriced. Look, I'll do it for forty bucks. Keep your money. Come on, right. buddy. Jeez. I think forty bucks is like the going rate for most hookers, I guess. I yeah, for a common street whore. Yeah, when, when yeah but not happen? not Paul's sweet, sweet voluptuous ass. No, fuck no. I need more. You money. want to untie that balloon knot? That's gonna fucking cost you. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's girls out here selling their virginity for like millions of dollars. You know what I'm so saying? So where are they? I could probably I start like a, a GoFundMe. <laughs> and the crazy thing, people are actually paying that amount of money for it too. Yeah, like, do you? Ha- how bad does your game have to be? You know, real bad. Real I bad. mean, is it really worth that much money, though? I mean, I guess to some people it is. Like some people, all they know how to do is to make money, which means that conversely, they don't know how to make sex. So yeah, they have to, you know. They don't have no skills. I mean, I've seen vagabonds getting laid with their fucking silver tongues, you know? Right. I mean, I haven't seen that. I've read about it. And You've heard stories. Right. Yeah, stories that I've told to people. <laughs> 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 I, I like to think that a vagabond can get laid. I think that there's too much stock put in, like, uh, having stuff. <laughs> well, aren't you I, uh, helping people to get laid for this quarantine time don't you have I'm, some kind I'm, of uh, yeah okay okay i'm doing my part i am doing my part let me say let, every let's friday talk night a little bit yeah okay every friday night uh me and fellow comedians uh spark Tabor, who is now in chicago and uh, alfonso caballero who is now in los angeles and myself in cincinnati we're doing uh, a show called singled in a quarantine dating game um, it's a, it's a zoom meeting. It's really easy to join. Uh, we alternate every week. Uh, like one week we'll have girls chasing a guy and the next week we'll have guys chasing girls and we alternate every week. Uh, if anybody's familiar with, do you guys remember singled out? MTV? Yeah. From MTV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it's, it's basically the same format as that. Interesting. And it's, a, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's something to do on a Friday night. Um, it's been going really well so far. We've been pretty successful. We've got some good reviews. And um, anybody can play. Anybody can watch. Anybody can do anything. And I actually think that uh, from the first episode, we actually connect. Like, I mean, it, it's all lighthearted in nature, you know? Mm-hmm. Nobody's really, like, banking on this shit to work for anybody. Nobody's, like, really, like, trying to fuck through Zoom. Because so no one's got laid yet from it? 
I mean, I don't know that, but nobody's getting laid anyway right now. Yeah, that's they might true. Get a com- yeah. They might get a computer virus, but I don't know if they're going to get, like, chlamydia, you know? <laughs> but uh, f- from the first week, I think there, there actually was a connection. I think the people were, like, still talking. So it's nice. You could take it for, like, whatever it is. It's, I don't know. It's just something to do. It's something to pass the time. People are fucking bored. It's twiddling their thumbs. Like, how much Netflix can you watch? Right. right. I, I'm out of shows to watch, to be honest with you. What have you been watching? Uh, I just started Solar Opposites. Have you heard? Oh, is that the Rick and Morty creators? Yeah, uh, Justin Rowland's new show. It's got uh, Tom Thomas Middleditch in it. Fucking pretty good, pretty good. He reminds me yeah. a lot of Rick and Morty, but as soon as I uh, cycle through all this porn, I'll probably just do that. Yeah, but I'm still like on the like. I'm the fiftieth page of Pornhub right now. Oh, see, yeah, I finished Pornhub like a couple weeks ago. Oh, dude, the sequel's even better. Oh, is it? And the book is better than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I need to read that. <laughs> yeah, boy, all the pages are stuck together. It's so weird. So you used to run a uh, comedy show. Ah, uh, you say used to like I'm not about to again. Well, okay, I guess. You are, but you're not still running it though, because nobody's allowed to go to it. If Dewine I mean, every- lets you, you'll be running it again. Everything that you guys have said is accurate. I'm just trying to be positive. No, <laughs> we're not positive around here. You need to cut that shit off. Oh yeah, this isn't positive discussions, right? <laughs> Pointless. <laughs> yeah. So what about it? Mark was there. He had fun, didn't he? I guess what I was trying to say was like, you know, how, how is like comedy adapting to these times? Like, I guess Boy, you know, you, you're you're doing the uh, the dating, the single <laughs> game. You know, sorry, that's Martin Paul. Sorry, it's not that's cool. No, it's no. not the Corona. It's weed. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you think that like we're gonna start maybe seeing like stand-up shows being streamed from people's houses and stuff like that? Like- uh, you know what? Uh, I think that, honestly, this may have a huge effect on the industry as a whole because, like, you know, even if things are open again, there's still people who are still going to be, like, nervous to go out, you know? Right. And uh, people have been doing, like, a lot of, like, Zoom shows. I was actually invited to do a show on Instagram Live, um, and I was really stoked for it. I, I wrote a fucking brand-new set like seven or eight minutes I don't, I don't know how long it would be because i didn't get to run it but yeah. they it wouldn't connect me for some reason so i didn't, didn't get to do it and i got really dejected and everybody was making fun like oh he can't connect to the internet he must be a fucking neanderthal and then fuck you guys that's when jokes are fucking shredded your assholes wide open but i'm sorry that's what i said was too much but yeah i'm not gonna lose track here um it's showing people in the comedic world but there are a lot of other ventures that you could do that aren't just standing up on stage. It's forcing people to create them. And uh, it's really a lot easier sometimes to get people on board when all they have to do is click on a link and they don't have to like put on makeup and do their hair, and, you know, wash their butthole to go to show. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So, so do you think it's going to change how comedy is done moving ahead in the future? I'm not sure if it's going to change how comedy is done, but I think there people are going to find different ways to do comedy. Which I guess yeah. Now that they know that there's more options out there. Yeah. They're, they're like, oh, I don't have to go to a fucking show. I can just click on this and look at this. And it's the same thing. And that, that's what sucks as, as an artist or performer, like whatever you want to call it. Um, 
those Zoom shows, like I'll watch them and stuff. But like the biggest draw of stand up for me is like being in person and like being in the room and I feeling agree. it. Cause like sometimes, like, uh, you know, a comic will say anything about somebody in the crowd, right? And you have to be there to understand it. You can't just hear it on an audio clip and be like, oh, yeah, that was probably funny. You know what I mean? Right. Plus, and like, also, like, as, yeah, as a comic, like, I, I, f- I feed off the reactions of people in the crowd. Right. Like, people can type LOL, but it doesn't feel the same. I remember, man, once I'm the funniest person in Cincinnati contest, like, one of the rounds I was in, I remember telling a joke for the first time. And this was like a sold out room. It's like 250 people. And it hit super hard. And I'm not bragging, but it was awesome. And <laughs> I felt like a rumbling in my chest from people laughing alone. And that gave me the confidence to keep pushing the bit through because I had never tried it, but I knew it was fucking working. And you don't get that sort of feedback when you're you know, sitting at your chair. Right. I, I tried to watch, uh, like, because, you know, Cincinnati's got a couple of uh, Im- improv groups. I think we have OTR Improv, and then we have Cincinnati Improv. Yeah. And they've been trying to, you know, doing some live streams here and there trying to do some improv comedy shows and it's just it's not the same like you could tell they were having trouble because for one they're not really you know it's hard to act out anything when you're just sitting behind a computer yes and right and then and then like not having the crowd that energy from the crowd is a huge a huge thing the crowd's everything. I'm a big professional wrestling fan, and they're still like making live shows right now. Oh, but there dude. aren't any people. But there are no people it's in the crowd. So weird. That shit You've is seen so it? weird. Yeah, I've yeah. watched some of it. Yeah, it's when uh, Money in the Bank's happening right now, I'm gonna watch that after I get off here. Did you watch a UFC fight last night? Anybody? Oh, I wanted to, but I turned nope. out I just got really, really drunk. <laughs> right. Made tacos. I don't know. How was it? Was it great? I didn't watch it. No, I don't. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. going to pay all that money. Well, that's exactly it. But I had some friends who said they were streaming it, and they said that they would uh, show me. Their, like, they were going to go live on Facebook. They probably would have gotten shut down, though. Yeah. I got uh, shut down on Facebook for using too many Gs the other day. <laughs> and a hard R. Oh, a hard R. Wow. <laughs> Just kidding. That's not true. I have been arguing with people on Facebook literally all day today. Though. Like, these are my days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll, I'll show you guys anything. Okay, that's cool. But yeah, it's getting it's getting pretty fucking boring sitting around all the goddamn time. I'll tell you that. Everybody. I'll t- I, I don't know. Yeah. I've, I've been getting on my Facebook feed, and even my Facebook feed is like boring. Like nobody's right. like doing anything. Everybody talks about the same shit. Yeah. Right. Tiger King oh. and fucking yeah. what else is it? Uh, the, the Murder Hornets. Yeah. Tiger so King, Murder Hornets, about. gaining weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Trump. No, don't. Let's not. I shouldn't have said that a lot. If I say it two more times, you might show up. <laughs> He's like Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah, I just watched Candyman the other day. The new, the new one, or, or no? Nah, it was the old one. I was getting myself in the mood for the new one. I was watching. Yeah, I can't wait for that to come out. That's right. Yo, Is I it still gonna you- have Tony Todd in it. It does, yeah. Does it? Hell yeah. Yep. yep. I heard that uh, a bunch of AMCs might be closing down. Like, AMC may go out of business because of this whole, whole uh, hiatus. Uh, I, yeah, I could see that. They're, they're already, like, trying to strong-arm Universal Studios and shit. 
because they released trolls early or whatever. Trolls? Well, like yeah, the dolls? The new troll movie. Apparently, it went Is straight. It, it went made like a hundred million dollars straight to on demand, and AMC yeah. got all butthurt about it and told Universal Studios they're not going to show any more of their movies at AMC theaters. You're because, fucking kidding. Yeah. And so Universal's like, whatever, we just made $100 million without you. You think yeah. we give a fuck? <laughs> right. You go make yeah. a little troll sex tapes erstwhile. Right. Right? They got fucking Fast and Furious. People eat that shit up like it's nothing. Like, they don't need fucking AMC theaters or whatever. Yeah. I mean, do people right. really go to the theater enough anymore to even keep it open as a business? I mean, I think people would like to, but it's expensive. It's like 12 bucks right. for like three hours. That's what I'm saying. And streaming, like, when it first came out, they even said, like, this is eventually going to kill the movie theater industry. And I think all it took was this Rona, and that's probably going to make it happen. Yeah, that might be the death knell for real, man. You saw how Blockbuster got played. Right. Man, theaters are next. That's crazy. Those are my first two jobs, too, man. First job I ever had was working in a movie theater when I was 16 years old. Hmm. My first paycheck, $240. I was fucking baller at 16. Nice. Spent it on a DVD player. Yeah, back in (laughs) 1979. 1979. 1979. That's a lot of money. Back in 1929. (laughs) When they first became talkies. No, $240. For DVD player, that was like my whole fucking. Ch- I think people's watches have DVD players now. Uh, right, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Shit changes. That's fucking. And I didn't even want one, but I remember talking to this chick Eve that I work with. I don't know what she hears this. Her name's Eve Plum. I hope she's listening. I hope by some fucking weird act of God, she happens to hear this. You know, <laughs> <laughs> she was bigging it up the whole time. She's like, it's it's so much better than VHS, which was the fucking rage at the time, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, be kind and rewind or we'll go out of business, whatever the fuck Blockbuster said. And she kept telling me, she's like, oh, it's so cool. Like, you can jump to a certain part of a movie and there's like a menu before and it has like all these graphics. I was like, wow, that sounds fucking gnarly as shit. And I mean, I guess she was right. But looking back, I probably could have made a better purchase. Probably. I think the first thing I ever spent my paycheck on was a PlayStation 2. See, that's better. Cause that's a DVD player too, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. Mine was uh, two CDs. I was like fifteen. It was uh, rancid. Out oh, come the guess, wo- Let me guess the other one. It was. Uh, <laughs> oh, who's the people who sing? Uh, come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. You're my butterfly. Oh, Crazy Town. <laughs> crazy Town. It was Crazy Town, wasn't no, it? No, it was. It was worse. <laughs> no, it can't be. It was no doubt Tragic Kingdom. Uh, no, that's a good album. Yeah, that's a good album. <laughs> yeah. That's worth the money. Right. Yo, I saw I saw Crazy Town Live in high school. Did I you really? Crazy. I swear to shit I did because like when we got 16 and we became mobile and we couldn't really go to bars, we just wanted to like go to places where we could just go on our own and not be around adults that cared about us. You know what I mean? Right. So we would go to Bogart's like almost every week. We didn't give a fuck who was playing. But there happened to be this one week where my friend Rachel, she's like, oh, my God, I have the biggest crush on Chef D. Shellshock, who's the lead singer of Crazy Town. And I hate that I fucking know that. I hate that I know that. But she's like, yeah. well, you, 
John with man? I was like, uh, yeah. She doesn't talk like that. I don't know. Why. I don't know why she, she sounds nothing like that. <laughs> She's fucking cool. I love that lady. It's a stereotypical woman voice. Yeah. I hope by some act of God, <laughs> Rachel listens to some act of Facebook, maybe that Rachel listens to this. I hope all these people knows. listen to this damn episode too. That'd I think awesome. it's time. It's I time know, for people yeah. to start listening. Hey, you know how STDs spread. You got to right. share them. It's time when we're coming <laughs> down to the last 36 episodes. It's finally fucking time. People listen. Oh this. yeah. This is a count. Out. You got to treat STDs like Pokemon, baby. Got to catch them all. Catch them. Damn right. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, this is the final countdown for this podcast. Well, fucking cheers to this podcast. Uh, I, this is one of my second time I've been on, but I, you guys are fucking cool as shit. I only met you that first time. I feel like we've, we're all good friends. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we've got some something else in the works, though. So. Oh, yeah, some, something more diabolical. Yep. Tight. I love stuff like that. All right. Well, yeah, we've got to we've got to get to like save in the universe. I don't know if you've heard, but there's like a perpendicular universe that's heading into our universe, and if they collide, both universes will get destroyed. I think. That's yeah, it's not. like a Tron situation. Oh, if it, so it's like if, it's like if, a, if it was like a Tron situation, then whoever got there first would win. Because yeah, but then, we can still collide, and we both die. Wait, okay. well, yeah. If you guys can talk about this, I gotta hit this bowl again. That's fine. You hit the bowl and just think about what we're saying right now. I'm into if it. It's, if it's... Okay, but if it's like a Tron situation, then one of the universes can survive just by getting ahead of the other universe. I don't think that's... like. But is there a finish line? I haven't seen Tron in 15, 20 years. I think there is a finish line in Tron. Well, maybe like, there's a finish line for us. Like the universal okay. finish line. So you're saying the universe leaves like a light trail? I mean, kind of, yeah. And where do you have proof of this? Uh, the theory of relativity. That's like the speed of light, right? E equals mc squared, baby. So because... Right. So, wait. Energy so that, equals mass times... Uh, I forget what the power? I think it's cauliflower. Yeah, yeah. cauliflower squared equals light bike trail is what you're saying. Basically, yeah. yeah. That's what Albert Einstein was trying to explain to us all that so, time ago. Okay, so if we just get our universe going faster, then we can win? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Or if, I mean... If we slow the other universe down somehow Ooh, and just, and just keep play. our momentum. But then, okay. But then they'd still collide into our light trail, is what you're saying. But that's fine. Because it, the ultimate goal is for our universe to survive. That's right. Domination by any means necessary. Well, see, okay, but I've been trapped here. Well, you've been trapped with me in the perpendicular universe. We're talking to VA in the uh, our regular universe, I think. Or are you? I think that would be the opposite. Are you in the first? I don't know. Which was the first? Was our universe the first? Well, they're they exist at the same time. All I'm saying is the perpendicular universe seems way more advanced, and everybody's nicer. And I think our universe is the bad universe. That's all I'm oh. saying. 
That's what I was assuming. Yeah. You're just saying they're more advanced because of this monetary system they have with the cards or the $20. In the like circle? How does, well, yeah, but I mean, we have shit like that back on our universe. We have a show. Well, they probably live by the circle. Well, they don't really have a choice. What are you getting at, Mark? I'm just saying, maybe... Like, you've heard of the Illuminati back home, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe the circle is the Illuminati of the perpendicular universe. Oh, jeez. Are you, are you one of them Plandemics? Did you Maybe. Watch, did you watch Plandemic? No, I, I'm not familiar with that. Hmm. You sure? Do I sound like a Plandemic? You do. You do. Okay. Maybe I am. But I've not seen the show. Well, they took it down. It was on YouTube. Apparently, some lady was like spouting all this conspiracy theory about the the Rona, and then apparently she's like a liar. Are you a liar, Mark? I don't think of myself as one. But isn't that subjective? Yeah, we'll let VA be the judge of it. VA, is he a liar? Think we lost him. Yeah, his video is frozen. Yeah. He looks all weird, just rolling a blunt. <laughs> frozen. Frozen in time. Wait a minute. Has the our universe frozen time? Maybe that's what happened. Maybe our regular universe somehow frozen time, which means they're now moving slower than the perpendicular universe. That means the perpendicular universe is going to win. We yeah. got to find some way to stop it and or slow it down. What? Yeah, we do. For sure. Oh, fuck. What are we well, we, do? we lost VA. I was going to let him plug something, but I guess since he's gone, that's out the window. Uh, oh, am I back? Yeah, you're back. All right. So what happened, VA? Did, the, did our universe freeze or something? It looked like you were frozen, rolling a blunt or something like that. Well, and it depends on how you look at it, because in, in one universe, rolling a blunt may be changing a baby's diaper. Do you know what I mean? I guess. We don't see, we don't see exactly eye to eye, so I don't know what happened, but I do know that it was different. I can think of at least three things to compare rolling a blunt to, and none of them are changing a baby's diaper. That's exactly my point. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're in the same book now. Yeah, you wish. Well, Some because people- your time slowed down and we kept moving faster, we're about out of time for this podcast, VA. Uh, uh, where, where can people find you? Uh, usually like in a dumpster somewhere. Okay, okay. So just go look in your dumpster and be able yeah. to out there doing... Comedy. Or if, yeah. if you don't want to be in a dumpster, which I, I get, I guess, um, you can find me on Facebook at v.a.bennett. That's B-E-N-N-E-T, right? Is that what we're doing, doing plugs right now? Yeah, yeah, this is plugs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you find me on Instagram as Mr. Foodang. Long story, don't worry about it. M-I-S-T-E-R-F-O-O-D-A-N-G. Uh, Twitter, VA Comedy, they're all different. I should probably streamline that the more I say this out loud. <laughs> uh, singled in, a quarantine dating show. Uh, on, it's on 
well, we advertise it on Facebook, but it's a Zoom meeting. If you want to be a competitor, try to find some love, trying to wet some panties up. Uh, ew, that's, ew, I shouldn't have said that. That was, that was bad. Did yeah, you hear that, too? Yeah, we heard that. Mm-hmm. Josh, oh, fuck, Josh did you get that? Uh, yeah, I got that. Yeah, we got Okay, that. well, delete it. <laughs> we'll fix it in post, we'll, right? We'll, yeah, we'll take care of it in post. <laughs> yeah, tight, 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 cool, cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not even going to fucking plug things that aren't going on right now, but I do have some comedy shows. Yeah, That's got to fucking stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I love you guys. Uh, yeah, so when things get back to normal, you can normally find you at the Fairfield Tavern. Is that right? The Village Tavern. The Village Tavern. The, the Village Tavern in downtown Montgomery. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And that's where you do the free... Comedy shows. Free comedy night, yeah. It's the second Thursday of every month traditionally. And it's not like I've been bringing in people. Like my last headliner came in from New York to do the show. And it That's was great. Awesome. And I just have to give them a little bit of money because, you know, people like that for the job done. And it's fun. It's good. So there's a Village Tavern show the, that's free the first, the second Thursday of every month. And then I, I don't want to jinx it by ever saying it a lot, but I think I still have a show that's going to be happening that goes, maybe. In OTR no. on the last Thursday of every month. And the awesome. lineup that I had set for that is absolutely killer. You will not find a better bang for your buck, which is zero dollars. You know? <laughs> right. It's going to well, be amazing. Hopefully, you know, both universes get their shit together and we can uh, start enjoying some comedy again and some music. That'd be way better than what we're fucking about. No, I mean not not talking to you guys. You sure? Josh, <laughs> no. Did we Josh, we got that, right? We got that? <laughs> Did you record that? Okay, that was a good warm up, guys. Let's go for real. All right, we're gonna get ready to uh start the real podcast here in a second. Uh thanks for coming on again. It was awesome talking to you. Likewise. Mark you got any questions before we leave? Uh no. It was just good to talk to you again. I miss you. True say, reciprocated. You guys be safe out there in Every these two episode. worlds, colliding Every. with each other. Oh, it's it's it, yeah, we're fucked. I don't know. We're supposed to save it. That's I feel sorry for everybody. That's we're a daunting fucked. task, daunting. dude. I, I think I'm on to something with this whole circle Illuminati thing. You which just is probably Mark. You keep working on that. Okay. Um, while Mark's working on that. You know, make sure you like and rate and review on Apple iPodcast or whatever the fuck you listen to us on. Uh, share with your friends. Find us at the Magic Squirrel Network on Facebook. Pointless Discussions Podcast on Facebook. Uh, Josh, you've got the final word. What is it? Hagen dies. All right, bye. We love you. This episode was edited by Josh Schroyer, produced by Paul Schroyer, executive producers Mark Reynolds and Josh Schroyer. This has been a Magic Squirrel production. The squirrel was magic! Well, the universe is my home! Two guys and a Josh decided to start their own podcast, and they named it Pointless Discussions. It was messy. The jelly kept falling out. 
Little did they know they would be sucked into a perpendicular universe. Draw me like one of your French girls. I got an Uber on its way. It'll be here in like 15 minutes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Come to daddy. Now Paul, Mark, and Josh are tasked with saving our universe. It crossed me, so I ate its heart. Oh my god, guys. Can you believe that we actually got signed to the Los Angeles Eagles? This is fucking crazy. I've never played football a day in my life. Now we're pro football players? Yeah, I just think it's weird that I have to shower with the coach. Well, hey guys, you're in Diamond Joe's Labyrinth. I just want you to know if you don't get out in time, I'm going to eat your children's fingers. Uh, what are we going to do, Mark? Why their fingers? Armed with only podcasting equipment and very, very little intelligence, they must improvise their way through the unknown. With the help of an old, insane time traveler named Ernie Bentley, who was being hunted by a maniac with a baseball bat. Josh, get over here! The raccoon got stuck in the blender on my time machine! What? Uh, That's not a raccoon. That's a dog? Meredith, what happened? not my blood. Will they save us? Every calm down. Put the gun down. Put the gun down. Oh, you know Diamond Joe wouldn't do anything to hurt you. Will they make it back to our reality? We did have direction. Direction was no direction. Hello, hello. Uh, sir, sir, I'm a, last time I'm telling you, I'm not a dog. Oh, fancy a cobbly wall. I need you, me jam. Hello? Huh? Oh, oh, a little bit of, oh, oh, oh. A little bit of in and out. You know what I mean? Mark's gonna be pissed. Find out on Pointless Discussions every Tuesday, wherever you listen to podcasts, and on Magic Squirrel Network on Facebook. In the event of my death, I want it to be known my safe word was platypus. This podcast is rated R for drug use, harsh language, constant nudity, and an overabundance of stupidity.